Uh, Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway podcast. We just want to be completely honest with you ahead of hearing this program, even though you, you, you might not notice it yourself. Uh, we are kind of falling apart as a show. Obviously, my voice disappeared last week on Friday. Uh, uh, producer Adem, though, Richie, he's, he's very poorly at the moment and uh, it's just limping through the show you're about to hear. Uh, yeah, normally he'd be such an integral part uh, of the background of the show. Uh, you'd hear his little his little laugh. Well, it's not even a little laugh. It's quite a generous laugh. Actually, it's a very generous laugh, considering some of the things that he's actually laughing at. But you won't hear it on today's show for two reasons. Uh, one, uh, we are both in our respective homes because of industrial action on the railways. Uh, and then secondly, he's not really got a laugh because... Well, he might not want to do this, but Adem, why don't you just say hello to everyone so they can hear just how how poorly a little sparrow you are. Hello. Um, Listen to that. I don't know if it was a funny enough show for me to laugh at today anyway, but I couldn't have laughed in this uh, current situation. It's like, um, you know, the, the, the talking at the start of the Shaft song. That's what he sounds like. I think you, <laughs> I genuinely think you gave me this on Friday, Bush. Oh, is that right, is it? I gave it... Let's not... Oh. Let me just... Well, big family united front at the start of this podcast. Now we're all falling out with each other. Let's just leave it there. I know. No one's giving it to anyone else. It's everywhere at the moment, isn't it? The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. I reckon that breaking a glass is right up there as the most annoying household accident. Uh, yes, this happened to me uh, before the show this afternoon. It's making myself a coffee. Cast, uh, glass tumbles out of the cupboard. It hits the kitchen worktop. It still hasn't smashed. I then try and juggle it with my feet to break its fall as it goes down to the floor. It hits my knee. Still doesn't smash. It hits the floor. Doesn't smash. And then rolls into another cupboard and smashes. And then that's when it all starts, Bush. You have to freeze to assess where all the glass has gone. Then you have to think to yourself, where's the dustpan and brush? Because I need to sweep that up right now. Then you do that, but you're paranoid for the rest of the day that you might have missed a bit and someone's going to tread on it. And then you have the annoyance that you have lost a glass from the fleet of glasses. I put it to you that breaking a glass is the most annoying household accident. I tell you what, it is a nightmare if you're having a single malt in the afternoon when you do drop your glass because it goes everywhere, doesn't it? <laughs> it's just a coffee, promise oh, yeah. you. I know, no, no, I know I've been there too, mate. Home. No. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, you know it's like to have a toddler. Um, no, honestly, it was just a coffee. It's so annoying, though. So annoying. I hate breaking a glass. And I thought I'd saved it. Mate, do you know the weirdest thing? We, we, we broke a glass. Well, actually, we, I think my other half, Katie, just to throw her under the bus on this, broke um, a glass about three or four weeks ago, and we're still finding bits of it. Like, because what it does, it, it hits on impact and then explodes underneath all the, the work yes. cabinets and stuff in the kitchen. So you, you just keep finding it. And obviously, like, we've got, you know, Stella, who's eight, eight months and a bit roaming around picking up everything and putting it in her mouth so the amount of times when she's been I've found another shard of glass and had to take it off her it's it's absolutely terrifying so have a think about it I want you to uh, I'm happy to be challenged on this have a think about those run-of-the-mill household accidents that happen can you think of one that is more annoying than breaking a glass if you can want to hear about it if you want to disagree vehemently that's fine Al's tweeted saying in the same vein I dropped a full family sized glass jar of Dolmio sauce Oof. that is far worse you have the glass issue as you describe but tomato sauce literally 
everywhere. Uh, for me, the, just to chum one in the list, I think that um, getting your belt hoop hooked on a door is is very irritating. <laughs> it's very specific. <laughs> but it's like getting yanked off stage with like a, a walking stick in a cartoon from the 1930s, if you know what I mean. So there's that. But but it, that that can it can damage it can damage a pair of trousers. It can also if the if the door handle is not in great nick. And, and depending on what kind of speed you're going through, that's taking a door handle off. Well, I think you should see the speed of running around the house as well. It, it's deadly. But there's another thing that's not technically an accident, but I would like to put it in the list if I can. And it, I'm mentioning Stella, our, our eight-month-old daughter, who's at this kind of awareness age now. She's trying to grab everything. She's obsessed with the TV remotes and anything to do with the telly. And she's worked out, and I don't even know how this is a thing, but she's worked out how to press a button on the Sky Q box that makes a incredible shrill-pitched siren noise come out of the Sky IQ remote <laughs> and she keeps pressing it every five minutes so it's not technically an accident because she I guess maybe it is she doesn't know what she's doing but she's doing it all the time it's the most infuriating thing and I tell you what since we're working from home I might see if I can get her to do it again whilst we're on air maybe in the next five or ten minutes what about that knowing what that noise is it is really really annoying so I was saying earlier on that um, although it's not an accident our um, eight-month-old daughter Stella has worked out how to press a button on the sky cue box and make a weird sound come out of the remote control uh, I am I'm now since we're working from home we may as well make make use of this tonight i'm in our lounge now and i'm going to press the button that she presses and see if it see if it works you ready for this go on yeah go on right, i'm just going over to the machine the machine <laughs> there, there it is go. listen to that what an amazing <laughs> i didn't even know that was a thing it's very urgent particularly it, if you can never find the remote like you can in our house it, it sets you on edge on a minute it's a it's a clever device it's not one that you want going off all the time at the behest of a toddler what do I do now? Just press any button on the remote, it'll kill it. Oh, one second, everyone. Sorry about this, your dogs are going crazy. <laughs> there, yeah, there you oh, there go. go. You found the remote, well done. Thanks. Uh, Ian, Ian is putting forward um, driving the neck of a bottle of wine shattering as you open it sending shards into it the whole bottle is ruined uh, that is particularly irritating uh, and then this tweet wants to suggest uh, on my birthday my wife accidentally dropped a deep fat fryer it was cold thankfully oil everywhere that's right up there uh, many tweets disagreeing uh, tweet us at Absolute Radio this evening Kelly says I dropped a massive snow globe years ago glitter and glass everywhere for weeks uh, julia says standing on a pair of curling tongs uh, that have been plugged in for half an hour that sounds Whoa. pretty bad leslie says my daughter once dropped a three liter bottle of cooking oil onto the kitchen floor it was like a tsunami of oil that went under all the appliances and took me ages to clean up and i was not best pleased <laughs> and one more here puncturing the inside of the freezer with a knife while defrosting it was quite annoying uh, there's a moral in that story that you have pretty much written the follow-up song for UB40 that they never wrote they did right in the kitchen dropped a glass in the kitchen it works <laughs> what am I going to do gonna I dropped do a glass in the kitchen the what kitchen, I am what I going to do I'm going to sweep it up all that wow. glass it's probably why they didn't write it yeah um, your ideas for more annoying household accidents uh, Bush and Richie dropping a new toilet roll in the toilet while putting it on the roller especially if it's the last oh. one says Gary that is annoying when that happens and also you kind of see it just swell up and it's a horrible thing to try and get back out it's just disgusting 
Uh, David from Newcastle says, I dropped a decorative bulb on a granite island in a kitchen. It exploded like an IED bomb. Shards travelled 10 metres, hitting open doors, contaminating other rooms. It was such a noise that I knocked a glass jar of treacle onto a tiled floor and it smashed into sticky razor mess as well. He says, basically, I'm a Macaulay Culkin, my own house. <laughs> I love that as a descriptive term. Uh, Amy in Surrey dropped a coffee while going down the stairs. Coffee went all over the stairs carpet, all up the white wall, all up my clothes, all over my slippers. So many things ruined. Coffee's right up there. And Chris Healy in London says, I reckon hitting your small toe on the skirting or door frame while rushing around trying oh. to not be late in the morning. Not only painful, oh. but you usually get a laughed at by others in the room to add salt to your injury. Uh, Louis from Bedford would like to contend uh, that this incident with his girlfriend actually is uh, she managed to get bolognese on the freshly painted ceiling in the kitchen wow. uh, by dropping the saucepan in the sink, therefore causing an eruption. <laughs> that is unbelievable, that, isn't it? I've got to give special mention <laughs> as well to my other half, Katie, who uh, a few years ago when uh, we were days away from Christmas, came back with the shopping, put it on the, the side of the kitchen cabinet, and then the coffee fell out the, the shopping bag, bag and then smashed our um, induction hop two days before oh, Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. So we couldn't oh, cook anything. No. So that was that's up there. There's a text here as well. This never happened to me before but apparently it's a nightmare. Annoying household accident, dropping a bag of sugar on the floor and the bag splitting, it's the worst. Demerara sugar is a nightmare. Yeah, I would agree with that one because it's it's also the kind of thing you can't, you can't sweep it up and use that sugar again. It's on the floor. That's a bag gone to sugar heaven. Uh, and then this tweet, rather obviously, I would have to agree with this one, having a leaking washing machine and then thinking you can fix it yourself, uh, resulting in a flooded kitchen. That's up there with annoying. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Tech. Away. Bush and Richie with Wednesday's Hometime Show uh, and our very good friends at Tesco Mobile. Spend less this Christmas on your phone with club card prices on Tesco Mobile deals and extra savings on your phone means more on your plate or under the tree this Christmas. And it's a little feature that we like to call Help, where we get you guys to help out a Hometime listener. Uh, we've had an email in from Rita. If you want to email us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Rita says, boys, I need your help. My eight-year-old son, Charlie, has recently moved schools and all the roles are taken in the nativity play that's coming up. His teacher has set him the challenge of coming up with a new nativity role for 2022 and then she will let him be in the play, which is very nice of her. All suggestions, hugely welcome for Charlie. I love this. Absolutely love this. This is brilliant. Um, okay. It is a, it's a starter. How about... Um, if you think about it, you got your Mary, your Joseph, your Jesus in the in the stable at Bethlehem. 2022, you would have some kind of Airbnb assessor go around yes. and check that the stable is okay to stay in. So I reckon Charlie could be an Airbnb assessor. And what they could do as well to keep it in the Airbnb thing is make them check out ridiculously early the next day uh, from the inn, even though the cleaners probably won't come in until lunchtime, and then have the audacity to make them strip their own bedding and then charge you a cleaning fee, even though they've got cleaners doing it. That would be good, wouldn't it? All right, Airbnb, all right. Anyway, that aside, 
Uh, big thank you to Tesco Mobile. Bit of money up for grabs here. Can you help Rita and our lad Charlie? What would be a great new nativity role for 2022? So for me, obviously cycle down uh, the side of the Thames uh, there in central London on the way to work. And you always see, like if there's dignitaries or remember the government going to and from uh, Westminster, you get like a motorcade, you know, like they've got like a black shiny car with tinted windows. And then there's normally police bikes who come and patrol up ahead. You know, the wise men arrive in the nativity and they just kind of turn mm. up on on camels and that it's a little bit these guys are a top brass do you know what i mean maybe there should be some kind yeah. of a motorbikes going ahead of them and stopping the traffic and using whistles and stuff that'd be good wouldn't it you could definitely have that i, I think you you should have that in front of the camels you don't yep. want to modernize it and lose the role of the camel but i think in front of the camels you should have the bells and the whistles and the sirens why can't they have a motorcade? That's the big question. Uh, no name uh, attached to this particular text. Uh, he could be dressed as an advent calendar. I mean, it's, it's, it's a festive... It's, it's a weird one, this, because obviously your advent calendar counts down to Christmas, um, but this is all about Christmas, so I don't know whether an advent calendar can actually... It's almost sort of like Inception in it, isn't it? It's a bit weird. It is. It's like time travel thing going on there. It's quite hard to get yeah. around. <laughs> Someone who uh, obviously hasn't left their name has completely got the wrong end of the stick about this feature and simply says, Darth Vader is King Herod. <laughs> Uh, let's hope Rowan is barking up the right tree. Uh, Rowan, what should he be dressed as? He's got to be a courier, either a DPD courier or an Uber Eats courier. Um, you know, it's a modern day thing now. Yes. No kings and shepherds bringing presents. You've got to have the courier. Throw it. So I think he's got to throw it in as well. Throw it in. I mean, obviously cycling along with the, the green box on the back. Why not make it added authenticity and be cycling the wrong way down a one-way street or something? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good, yeah. Right, great. I but this, love thing, that. You've got to have it. Not sure whether well, I'm wanting to be uh, eating a takeaway in a stable, Rowan, in fairness. No, or we could just go down the parcel route. That's good. So maybe he's getting his myrrh or frankincense delivered the wrong way down a one-way street or something like that. Rowan, we love your idea so much. It does bring the nativity bang up to date for 2022. And thanks to Tesco Mobile, we'd like to award you £1,000. Oh, that's fantastic. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Wow. I wasn't expecting that's that. That's our I pleasure. <laughs> I really didn't know that that was the prize, to be honest. <laughs> Brilliant. That's great. Thanks very much. Cecilia says, uh, Charlie can be a lamb. He can wear a white fuzzy fabric and white hat and white makeup and a pink cheek. He will be the lamb leader. What's going on? <laughs> what? What's that What's all about? On? What does that mean? A lamb leader? That's weird, Cecilia. We're just going to call it. Um, yeah. Baby shower coordinator says this oh. to ensure all gifts are ticked off the wish list. Imagine, imagine Mary and Joseph with a gender reveal. <laughs> Charlie could be a Winter World Cup footballer. I like that. Yeah, and if he plays for the England team, he'll be home well enough in time, won't he? <laughs> Uh, Ray in Dartford says, it takes a huge amount of electricity to run a nativity and I imagine the 2022 stable will be filled with smart lights. So maybe they need a meter person to keep feeding the meter. <laughs> this is brilliant. Uh, Anna, what's Charlie's role? Well, come on, they're all into Instagram and TikTok now, aren't they? So I think they should have one of those. That's a great idea. So someone with their phone out doing one of those um, boomerangs left and right in the, in the uh, exactly. barn. He could be a little pilgrim guru, couldn't he? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, or sort of like <laughs> capturing a meme as suddenly three wise kings come through the barn door on a on a camel. Exactly. Also, as well, they'd have that little pen drop thing of where in Bethlehem they actually are, like, and you could click on the bar and see what it's like in the rest of the year. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Oh, but you know, the, all the kids are into it now, and I just think, why not? Well, I'd love so. to see that. I'd, I'd love to see uh, one of the wise men uh, flossing. Is that still a thing? Do people still floss anymore? Or is that not a thing anymore? I'm a little bit too old to know whether they still floss or not. Well, Anna, we love it. We love your idea. And Tesco Mobile love your attempt at helpfulness uh, for young Charlie to get this role. So uh, we're going to thank you and reward you with £1,000. Oh, my God. Thank you. That's amazing. That's better than a bit of frankincense or myrrh, isn't it, eh? Yeah, I can do a bit more with that than I can with myrrh, definitely. (laughs) What what even is myrrh? (laughs) I haven't got a clue. Thank you so much. You guys are so helpful. I mean, it can't just be because there's money on the line. You guys are just good, helpful people. So thank you for all your brilliant nativity suggestions this hour. Uh, help. We'll be back. Thanks to the lovely Tesco Mobile tomorrow on this show. This is The Daily Takeaway. Takeaway. Halfway through the weekend, downhill to the weekend. Wednesday's Home Time Show with Bush and Richie. Been looking forward to this moment. Our little daily check-in on another day from the United Kingdom as we put together our 12 Daves of Christmas for 2022. Uh, who's this, please? Hello, it's uh, Dave from Stratford upon Avon. Yes. yes! How are you, Dave? Tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do, Dave? My proper job, I'm a contracts manager in construction, but my uh, real job is I sing in a heavy rock band. Heavy oh. rock band. And what is the name of this heavy rock band, Dave? It's V8. Wow, named after the fruit juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, what, what kind of stuff do you think? Is it quite heavy? Like, a bit scary heavy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sort of like uh, System of a Down and Metallica and Pantera, that kind of stuff. Wow, so, and if you're, you, what do you play in the band? You're the singer, right? Uh, yeah, so I'm a singer and I also play rhythm guitar. So when, when we've seen videos of people doing that kind of music, you have to have a good screech on you. Could you do us a bit of heavy metal singing just before we get going? Uh, I'm just trying to think what to think now. Splat! What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Splat! What did you take? No, it's respect. What did you say? Okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the dog would walk. Okay. <laughs> He's going to be perfect. <laughs> so, um, Dave, you're musical, um, so you'll understand the concern I've got here. It's a critical line, uh, this this fifth Dave. Oh, it's uh, the big the, one, isn't it? It's the big one. And you've said you're from Stratford-upon-Avon, which does not scan. It doesn't, no. So no. I'm wondering whether you you might negotiate with us here and be Dave from the Midlands. <laughs> <laughs> you willing to see that for us, Dave? <laughs> yeah, I can do that. So go general for us. I think that would work. Okay. But give, give it both. Uh, imagine you're, you're on stage there in the, in the dry ice of your heavy metal bands. Or one more pitch to you, and I don't know what you'll think about this. Dave from okay. Brum. Oh, God, no. Do not call me a brummie. Oh, there you go. Here we go. Here we go. Just go with Dave from the Midlands. That's what people from London always think we sound like brummies. My apologies. Well, uh, we'll go with the other plan. We'll go with the other plan. He's eating a heavy metal band. Wow. Splat. Don't make him angry. Right, Dave, you ready to do this? Yep. Here we go. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... Dave from the Midlands. Dave from Chesterfield. Dave from Lee. Dave from Southampton. And Dave from Sheffield. Dave, that was brilliant. 
Fantastic, Dave. And we can't we can't let you go without you doing one more tiny bit of heavy metal singing for us just to see things out this evening. <laughs> Well, there you go. I, I think you'd agree after how we, you know, set things up at the beginning of this, despite uh, the condition that we're in. That was a, it was a half decent uh, episode of the Daily Takeaway. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I must hold my hand up and say, throughout this bush, I've been snacking um, because we're at home. We're not commuting today, so uh, the money I've saved on commuting, <laughs> I went to M&S Simply Foods and <laughs> I bought myself microwavable lunch. And I bought a pack. This isn't the lunch. This is what I've been snacking on. I bought a pack of chocolate-covered pretzels. Um, and I noticed on the back, it says, uh, do be careful, can be a potential choking hazard. Do you think that has been put on the back because of that incident with George W. Bush? Do you remember he famously nearly died by choking on a pretzel? No, I wasn't aware of that. Unless I've got this grossly wrong, I think we nearly, once upon a time, lost the leader of the the free world uh, because of choking on a pretzel. And I wonder whether that's whether M&S had to remember that incident and kind of think, we better put a warning on the back of this just in case some captain of industry is eating pretzels. I don't know. That's amazing. I mean, if so, if true, that is amazing. I didn't I didn't know that. I, I remember him keeling over at a state dinner with the, 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 the Prime Minister of Japan and, have, and having a bit of sick... George Bush. Oh, no, that was his dad. I'm, George Bush Sr. Which Bush is it? Which Bush choked, do you think? I, well, I th- I'm actually now Googling. I think it's George W. Bush. Let me just do this. Did George W. Bush nearly die with a pretzel? Here we go. Google search of the year. embarrassing that. end. Oh, here we go. Washington Post, 14th of January 2002. George Bush faints while eating a pretzel. Well, there you go. There you go. It's uh, it's true. That's that's unbelievable. I'm so impressed. Um, here we go. Uh, yeah. His indication is the president fainted due to a temporary decreased heart rate brought on by eating a pretzel that didn't go down right. Well, there you go. I think the moral of tonight's show and this podcast is, if you're eating a pretzel, do take precautions. 